I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. We are going back to the high for season five of the, the Connor and Smith Show. Alrighty. Um, Sounds like we're falling off of a cliff. We are. We're, we're taking the deep dive into Whoa, the podcasting world. Here we go. You guys are going to go with us. Um... We tonight are talking to, to... It's our first couple, a couple of people, a romantic couple, two at once. Um, on this podcast, it is Sean and Kat Ramey. Sean and Kat Ramey. <clears throat> so, Do they have one of those names that are together like uh, Con or Sat? Or Cash? Cash. Oh, Cash. Oh, oh, Cash sounds good. If you just do their, fir- their first names. Yeah. Cr- yeah. We'd have to work on that. We workshopped that out of town. Um, yeah, because Benifer, they did Ben and Jennifer, so I like Cash. Cash. Hey, it's that. We're, we're, tonight we're talking to Cash. Mm. Not Johnny. It's the most superficial thing I think I've said on this podcast. I like Cash. Not Johnny or his wife, uh, June Carter Cash. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after that. Um, but before I say, toss it to Matt to say right back, I just wanted to say, um, we broke the news during Matt Midget's episode. We reinforced it last time, but I just want to put it out there that we have started an official Patreon for Connor and Smith to help support our projects and things moving forward. Um, you'd like to take a look at his own Patreon, search Connor and Smith. That's Connor with an ER. Um, so check it out. Uh, it's a soft launch right now. We're just trying it out to see if there's any interest, but we're certainly happy if you would check it out. All right, now we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Thanks, Matt. Hello? Hi. Hi. Can you hear me, Kat? I can. Perfect. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm sitting here with my co-host and husband, Matt Connor. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, I'm sitting here with my husband, Sean Ramey. Hey, Sean. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so energetic. Um, <laughs> we're also uh, joined by our producer, Ryan Dean Halbrook. What's up, folks? Hi. Hey, hey. Um, so we're we're reaching you guys in Maine, is that correct? Yes. Um, how long have you been in Maine? Uh, Sean came up here before I did. We bought a house while we were still um, working in Northern Virginia in Fairfax County. And uh, so then he came up here. And we did a long distance thing for like a year. So I, I don't know. I've been up here since 2007. Yeah, 2007. Sean, maybe 2000 and what, six? Yeah, probably. Well, and birth, you know, going back and forth. Since so was- have either of you ran into Stephen King? <laughs> Not since fifth grade. You saw him in fifth grade? He came to the Young Authors Convention in fifth grade and told us stories about how if there's something that goes bump downstairs, his wife has to go check because his imagination goes crazy and he can't get out of bed. Oh my gosh, that's how I am after three drinks. Right? (laughs) 
we actually well, have a friend that we also worked with. Fifth grade thing, yeah. And didn't you play baseball or something against his son? Yeah, we both. Well, we played Legion baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I played Legion. Yeah. Uh, we we actually uh, worked with an actor once who ran into him in a grocery store, no, like a Seven mm-hmm. Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, uh, 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 "Are you Stephen King?" Anyway, <laughs> so I'll just I'm gonna ping pong. You know what? Why don't we go around the room and ping pong? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cat and then Sean. Okay. And, and I want you to answer back to back so we can make it seem like we have our shit together and this is a professional podcast. Okay. So both of you, Cat, go first. Where are you from? Originally, uh, Northern Virginia. You are from Northern Virginia. Yeah, Burke. Burke. Oh my gosh, that's where the Bunny Man Brewing Company is. Berkeley. <laughs> Did you know about the Bunny Man? No. <laughs> okay, the Bunny Man is like a legendary, like a, a urban legend about this guy that like kind of dressed up as a bunny. bunny. Anyways, now there's a Bunny Man Brewing Company, and it's a real thing. Oh, that's cool. No, I had no idea. It's it's kind of near. The university ish. Yeah, you uh, you guys actually did a podcast about the Bunny about, Man, and I think you're actually wearing I'm, their shirt. I am wearing the Bunny Man shirt. That's very oh, wow. Funny. All right, Sean, are you also from the Northern Virginia? I'm not. I'm from Maine. Right, right. So that yeah, yeah, yeah. So you already knew Maine, like in how to like catch lobsters and stuff before going back. What part? <laughs> <laughs> I. I've been on a lobster boat a couple times <laughs> with family. <laughs> um, well, I'm from a, a city called Auburn, Maine. And that's where you are now? It is. Okay, Ryan. Oh, uh, go ahead, Steve. Oh, he passes to me. Okay. Um, so what? how did you find Shenandoah, or how did Shenandoah find you, Kat? Um... Okay, so my mom was taking me on the whole college trip thing, and I had a few different schools in mind for musical theater, and I I remember specifically one of the colleges, I didn't, I was walking, and I didn't like how this guy, like, undressed this, you know, another student undressed me as I walked, and I was, like, kind of freaked out by it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going here. Had a great stage, all that stuff. But I'm like, I'm not going here. I don't feel comfortable. Um, And Shenandoah was one of the last ones because it was the closest to home that we saw. And we had gone like furthest, you know, and then in. And before I even got out of the car, I was like, oh, I'm going here. Yeah. I I didn't, it was just something about how it was laid out. I felt comfortable. Then I got out of the car and no one gave me the time of day. I totally fit in. My weirdness just fit with everybody else. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the place. This is so awesome. So, I mean, but we, I remember going to the library with my mother and looking up on the microfiche, because <laughs> I was like, that's, that's how old we are, and finding schools that specifically had musical theater. Actually, it had to be musical theater and criminal justice because I was interested in that. So it was kind of hard. Didn't have as many choices, but that's how I landed on it. You know, so many people say that when they arrive at Shenandoah, it's almost like this um, immediate oasis of yes, that like, oh, I've arrived at my island of education. Yep. And there's even water. Yeah. And there's water there. And, and geese. Yeah. <laughs> and a chicken duck. Uh, Sean. Yes. 
uh, same to you. How did you find Shenandoah or how did it find you all the way in Maine? I, uh, <clears throat> uh, Shenandoah was having auditions the same weekend that I was auditioning for Boston University. Uh, I didn't know that, but uh, I stopped by a piano shop that sold Steinways and they had an automatic piano, which I think are very cool. And so I went inside to go check it out and I held the door for a, a large jolly fellow who was very appreciative, who asked me if I was there for the audition. I didn't know what he was talking about, <laughs> but I said, sure. And I, I said, yes, I did. I, did. I said, sure. What audition is that? And, uh, and he said for Shenandoah university. And I went, Oh, okay. What do I have to do? And so I filled out a bunch of paperwork. I went to my Boston University audition, and then I went back the, later that afternoon and auditioned for Professor Albert. Okay. And did you have to, what did you have to do? You had to sing? No, I just did some <laughs> monologues. No, I, <laughs> no, I made sure there was a straight theater option before I even attempted anything like that. I, I was I was not insinuating that you couldn't, but the laughter tells a story. Well, he is a straight theater actor. You were saying that because it was Dr. Albert. In yeah, the room? yeah. But wasn't Dr. Albert like the adjunct, blah 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 of of how like auditioner kind of? Because I auditioned for both them too. Yeah, yeah. After I finished, Mr. Herman said, "Ah." Uh, Matt, you know this is a serious program. <laughs> and I was no. like, really? You know what, Hal? One of these days, I'm going to have a podcast. <laughs> anyway, Ryan. Uh, so how did you all, like, uh, in Maine, in Northern Virginia, get into the arts? Was it a young age? Or your, was your family into music? Or, or how did that come about? My mom always showed me um, a lot of musicals, did, uh, like, movies. I just loved musicals um and watching them and then i had uh my dad is he he's a retired military officer um so we ended up traveling you know whenever he was stationed in places um so we were, i was stationed with him in germany six years and one of my elementary schools in germany had an amazing music department and they gave me a lot of opportunities to start singing and getting in front of, you know, an audience. And so I kind of fell in love with that there. Um, like we didn't even know when mom and I went to the library, we didn't even know there was such a thing as like a musical theater degree. Like I was like, I just want to do musicals. What is that? What, what do you, what is that? You know? So um, it kind of came from my mom's love of musicals and, watching movies and stuff like that Go ahead. what what were some of the movies that you loved oh i watched tell dolly a lot oh, yeah um yeah i know i don't i wouldn't do that necessarily now um lighter ones um not not dark ones i i, I never really it's funny because that's i've been in darker ones you know not but i i was more of a light-hearted little you know watcher but my mother was very, very strict too, though. Like I couldn't watch anything that wasn't, um, you know, kind of light. Right. 
No, um, I, I wondered if, if Gigi was one of the ones that you... Oh, yeah, no, I watched that too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to her. Um, <laughs> so, so, Sean, same to you. What, what, uh, what kind of made you say, oh, yeah, I want to be an actor? Because that seems like an easy path. Uh, I played the carrot in the kindergarten nutrition play. <laughs> Good. Do you still have the costume? Uh, I do not. Oh, okay. Do not. Um, but I do remember my line. Um, carrots are an excellent source of vitamin A and beta carotene, and they do help you see in the dark. Wow. That is awesome. And I was bitten. I, I just stay, saying those words up in front of people and listening to them clap. I fell right in love with that immediately. Um, no one in my family had any experience with it, but they were as supportive as they could be. Uh, my dad was a sports guy, so it was always, you got play tryouts, you got, you got play practice. And, and they were like, uh, our son wants to be a carrot. I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it, if they'd only known that that was going to be the least of their worries. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, I don't know if there's another person I've talked to on the podcast that has played a carrot. So there's that. Uh, Good for you, Sean. I mean, right? <laughs> Way to go. Well, then I'll throw it out there. Bring on your carrots. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's looking for a carrot, um, the best actor to play a carrot. Go ahead, Ray. Uh, so after Shenandoah, like... Where what happened? Where'd you go? What uh, what was the path leading you to Maine? Um, well, actually, both of us got into the same graduate program uh, at it was Wayne State University, which is where I believe Hal Herman went to undergrad. And, um, that, and, and is that somewhere near Kelly and Hank Waynesboro? No, I don't think so. No. Where where's the university? It's Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. Yeah. So oh, no God, way off. Yeah, yeah. Different state. Yeah. So we we got in there um and both got so it was a company of twelve men and five women from all over the US. And it was a three year program to get your masters. They paid you, um, and you were they paid you your living expenses, everything. They paid your tuition, everything. It was all inclusive. Um, and we got our master's in classical theater. Yeah, seven shows in row. It was wicked cool. How was, uh, what was the change like from Shenandoah to that? <laughs> it's, okay, so that's going to probably be a little different for both of us. So right. for me, it was better. Um, I mean, I had a lot more to learn in that I had that whole musical theater type acting kind of thing going on and had to tone it down quite a bit. Um, but I liked it because they came from a very positive angle. Um, at least with me, they did. Um, you know, when, whenever they gave me notes and stuff, you know, I like what you're doing, but this is what I'd like you to, you know, to make it better. Um, I wasn't scared shitless, you know, in auditions. Um, so for me, it was better. It, it, I wasn't necessarily auditioning in front of, you know, the entire 
you know, group like we were in undergrad. Right. And, and so I, that's why for me, it was a better experience, Sean. Uh, I had a great experience in Detroit. It, it's one of my favorite cities ever. Uh, and I really spent a lot of time just in Detroit. The um, Being a member of the Hillberry company was amazing. That was just working on theaters, a hundred, theater a hundred hours a week, blissful. Um, as far as uh, what I learned, at, from the faculty at uh, Wayne State, um, I, I've discovered that uh, people's ego can be fragile, uh, and they will take a challenge as an insult, and I started way too early with that, and so it, uh, it affected my entire career there. Uh, I learned quite a lot, but uh, I could have learned more um, if I could have taken instruction from people whose theater I don't like. <laughs> so a hundred hours a week, you said? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty intensive. Damn. Um, but it was, I was just, it was amazing. It really was. And um, I'm sure you've heard of the actor Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah. yeah. So he, um, his ex-wife now, uh, mm -hmm. Cynthia Blaze, was our um, voice teacher, and it, at, at Wayne State when we were there. And Keegan would come in because he was working at Second City. He would come in and teach us improv classes, like as like a master artist or whatever, um, guest artist. So that was kind of fun. That's amazing. Um... I want to rewind again before we get too much more in the future. So I want to go back to Essie for one second. So you, you two were in very different kinds of shows most of the time at SU, right? As in, Kat, you were in a lot more of the musicals. Sean was in the plays. What were, what were some of the highlights of all of those productions or any of those productions that you did that kind of stick out that you you know not or none of those productions or none of them if that's the answer but are there are there moments that kind of stick out to you of like I really enjoyed doing xyz yeah for me I I enjoyed doing um Jesus Christ Superstar a lot um it's probably one of my favorites that, that I did the four years that I was there um, and I can specifically remember getting that, um, the, uh, choreography down for Christ, I, Christ, you know, I love you. Yeah. That one with yeah. Higginbotham, um, had choreographed, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Um, cause I, and it was good. I liked it. It was fun. It was a fun, um, fun one to do. So I would say that's my, one of my top ones. Yeah. It was a great show to be involved in. Absolutely. It comes up a lot. Um, well, and not to mention only that show, but there is something, and this is a, for another different podcast, there's something from the 60s and 70s that is told through a different lens, uh, whether it be the, the sound of the band because it's kind of rock music 
or maybe the message or just the way that things evolved in that moment in time. I don't, I can't explain it, but I get excited every time I hear the soundtrack to Superstar, Hair, uh, Pippin, whatever. Anyway, I, I'm done. My mom still, whenever I say, you know, Matt Connor, is that the king? That's that the king. king. Yes. Oh my gosh, you're gonna be like, you were interviewed by the king. Yeah, I'm like, yes, mom, that's the king. That's the king. You know what? I stole the cape. <laughs> this is so funny. That's how she knows you. I stole the cape, and ever since then, because karma is a bitch, <laughs> people have been stealing my thunder. <laughs> I love it. Um, I I would be remiss if I didn't, because this is a subject that comes up again and again on this podcast. Cat was uh a member of the Pippin cast. Mm -hmm. That's the show that is talked about quite a lot on this uh, podcast. Okay. Um, just just as a, a, a show that we all enjoyed, had a great time doing and was like such a weird show and not anything that we were uh, used to doing. I also noticed that Gigi isn't on your list, Kat. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so Sean we'll get to you in a second I'm not uh, I just um, I thought you were great in that role I, I think that show Sean? no no Gigi Cat oh. as Gigi I, I think that movie is a great movie mm -hmm. it is a good movie and I think that show is not a great show so what's the difference I agree. the difference oh god there's a lot of difference the movie score the movie you know what, though? I learned something from doing that show. I remember Hal Herman saying to me, Kat, you are going to act with people that you, uh, that you really don't like. <laughs> and you have to find something that you like about them to make it look like you love them. And, and that could have been any of your co-stars that you were talking about, or all. It was specifically the guy. Yeah. And I... So I did, I learned, I learned, okay, I got to do this. And, you know, and, and that was hard. That was hard for me. Cause that was the first time I'd ever, I mean, cause he was, mm. anyway. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. He was like a dentist, wasn't he? Uh, actually, no, he was a gynecologist. Oh God. That, that was worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, um yep. Uh, Sean, to you, my friends. Yes. What What were uh, some moments that kind of stick out to you of any shows that you did? Of course, you were in Detective Story, which has come up a lot as well. Um, I still can't remember if I was in that or not. I, it's an ongoing debate amongst cast members because there's photos of me and Jenny Lamb. And I'm in costume and have like a penciled on mustache, but I can't physically remember being a part of that show. Uh, but I know you were and were fantastic. Um, is there is, is there anything that sticks out to you from SU that you uh, that brings a smile to your face? Yeah, uh, bunches of things. And uh, thank you for being kind about the <laughs> detective story. I had a really good time in that. Uh, I would say that uh, things that bring a smile to my face, though, I... I dreaded it every day when, when I was doing it. Um, when I stage managed the Mikado, <laughs> it was a ridiculous mess. It was awful. Not a person would listen to me because I was Sean the actor. Nobody listens to Sean the actor. Who cares what he says? 
he says it's five minutes to curtain. Why would you believe him? He was just a carrot. <laughs> um, and what, uh, Matt, you were Coco? Yeah. Uh, I had a great time with that. I would say that the things that I really remember most are a lot of the uh, directing projects. Yeah. Uh, we had a, We got to, you know, do whatever the hell we wanted and get into darker subjects that we didn't have to worry about drawing an audience. Uh, and yeah, so and, and Sean, is that kind of true? And I'm not going to bad mouth the like academic department of SU because clearly, what do I know? I'm still renting. But we kind of learned more from each other's directing projects and some of our main stage things actually than just doing our sort of um, scene study stuff that seemed kind of pedantic or sort of dry because in our in our um, directing projects and stuff, we really could be unedited and kind of just throw our own paint up against the wall and, and show our own creative like window. Yeah, and there was that great element of who was going to push which envelope furthest this time, and uh, and I think that carried over into one person shows. I got to be in like Stu Wobleski's one person show. That was a great time. It was very fun. Greatest American Hero. I remember that. Yeah, we did. Who's on first in that one? Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, totally right. yeah. Uh, I did Lisa McChesney's one uh, directing project, Rain with uh jen hines that was a great experience that was a really great play um I tiger think... at the gates yes yeah tiger you know, at the gates. that's right physically, physically and politically wrong for that character i had a great time playing it and they were such great <clears throat> people uh heather ward cat um Cat, you were you were Helen of Troy, is that right? Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting. Sean and I have always been cast as characters that do not like one another. Of course. Even in grad school, it's it's really interesting. I mean, when I played Juliet, he was Paris. Um, I played the daughter in Six Characters in Search of an Author, and he played who did you play the, the son? Uh, son. <laughs> I absolutely could not stand him. I don't know. It's just funny how they always cast us. I, I think it, I think it's because you both are so self-assured. Hmm. Sean's pretty good at making me pissed off on stage. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's the real life chemistry that people pick up on. <laughs> that we get along so well in real life. Right. I get it. Um. So so after after the the classical training at Wayne. Uh, what what was the next thing y'all did? What 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 was the next life step? Uh, we went to well, I went to and get I had I got an internship right out of the gate and went to Meadowbrook Theater in Rochester, Michigan, and um, became Equity that year. And Sean, we'll go ahead, hon. What do you do? I uh, <clears throat> I went around to a bunch of regional theaters. Uh, I did some work at the Oklahoma Shakespearean Festival, uh, at the Roxy Theater in Tennessee, in Clarksville. Um, so I did a little work at Meadowbrook. Uh, 
Yeah, I went, I was yeah, running yeah. around just doing as much theater as I could possibly could. I went to Kentucky and went and did a whole bunch of shows at Horse Cave Theater. That theater is no longer now. Um, you see Horse Cave? Horse Cave Theater in Kentucky. Wow. Uh, yeah, so we did a whole bunch of that, and we got we got engaged too right around that time. Did Did you propose in the Horse Cave? He... No, and we were in Detroit. I attempted to propose having got her favorite sushi, but it was after a show and a drive home. And so she passed out before she could answer. <laughs> What's the favorite sushi? Or oh, just a favorite sushi place? Oh, there was a really good one in Ferndale where I lived at that point. Um, gosh, I don't even remember the name of it. Nami. Oh, Nami. It was really good. They had this wasabi infused roe that was, it, they said like, what, 15 seconds of sheer insanity or something. Yeah. And it really is. It's amazing. Me and Ryan had uh, sushi date nights. Mm. Yeah, that's because I won't eat it. Steve and I do not have sushi date nights. Yep. Um, so Ryan, Ryan's my Sue husband. <laughs> and we order like all the things we want and then we always try to order like one thing we haven't had from the chef's recommendations like oh let's try this roll it looks crazy <laughs> steve and i used to have tea parties I oh yes have, i still have a tea part tea set that we use did you wear a top hat no i did not wear a top hat no <laughs> it was fun though we, we enjoyed it that's right we lived together very briefly yes with uh angela and clay mm -hmm. and a mm -hmm. dog yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I'll, I'll start with Kat first. Uh, Kat, what has happened in Maine since the move and everything? Okay. Well, I taught theater actually in Northern Virginia at Holmes Middle School in Alexandria for three years. What? Yeah. And then. Right beside our house. Oh, really? Oh, well, we're in Arlington, right beside oh, okay. Alexandria. And um, then, and Sean was teaching at Falls Church High School at that time. And then he had, like I said, came up here first. And so Sean was, had been up here for like a year. We had, were doing this long distance thing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I quit. I came up here and found out I was pregnant a week after I had given up my job. I was like, oh, crap, I need another job. So um applied at the local middle school um and they actually gave me basically what a, a ed tech position, which is like a teacher's aid position i was that for seven years even though i had been a teacher before um and then i became the behavioral special ed the behavioral program special ed teacher did that for seven years and then last year i um became the general music teacher and chorus director at Auburn Middle School. So that's basically what I've been doing. I've turned, I've gone into, um, changed over basically to teaching um, and feel pretty fulfilled doing music or, you know, or theater or whatever through that. Um, I also on the side do animal communications. So this I'm interested in, Kat. I saw some of that um, in your info. 
what what is no animal communications is teaching kids music <laughs> no tell us more about um the animal communication aspect okay so years ago um i i had heard about an animal communicator in pennsylvania that had helped my grandmother when she was alive find her missing dog um so i tracked her down and she taught me how to talk to animals. Um, and I practiced and practiced and um, started just, it just traveled by word of mouth. Uh, people contacting me that I don't even know. Um, hey, will you talk to my dog? Will you talk to my, you know, whatever. Um, dead or alive, doesn't matter. Um, and I could tell people um, you know, if their animal's hurting, like where it's hurting, uh, just all stuff about the animals that they knew that I didn't know, you know, just, just crazy things like that. Um, I don't have to be there in person. I can, it's telepathic. I know that sounds crazy, but no, no, no. <laughs> Laura Wyaz does, uh, something similar. Yeah. I, I also, um, I'm a level two Reiki healer and I've done Reiki on animals also. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, um, so I've done that for, gosh, that's, uh, it's at least 15, 16, 16 years, maybe that I've been able to talk to animals. Um, but I'm starting to try and maybe make it into a more of a side actual business. Cause I've just basically been doing it to people for free up until this point. Um, All you do is I will take over, have them notify me. I'll be the middleman. I won't take any money. And I'll say, yes, I'm Kat's manager. This is her <laughs> fee. Do not contact her until you give me the fee. And here's my um, Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> I most recently went down to Northern Virginia because my brother, he has two jobs. One is he works for the geese police. And um, I talked to all their dogs for them. Wow. And, and that was interesting. I've never experienced that. I was doing Reiki on this dog and talking to it. And all of a sudden the dog, because they're so smart, the dogs they use, moves my hands to where it wants them to be with its nose. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, there are geese police. Yes. So that's actually a, um, a company in Northern Virginia area, D.C., um, my brother goes around with this dog and they, they have contracts with different, like different places that they don't want geese there. And they have to um, pretty much like go around. And funny thing also is the guy that owns the business or is in charge of the business is also a musical theater major, but from NYU. Well, there were no geese police uh, around Shenandoah, that's for sure. No, there, no, no, there weren't. It's so funny. So there if was... they want to get rid of the geese, all they would have to do is show a few clips of me playing Coco. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> the geese would just clear out. <laughs> um, if, if you showed anyone anything from our Mikado, they, anyone would run. Okay, I, can I go ask a quick question? Yeah. So... Uh, Kat, when you're working with your animals, and I truly believe all of this sort of um, psychic um, 
spiritual guiding sort of thing. Do you sometimes bleed into other, like for instance, if you're working on, a, on it with a, a, a dog or something, do you ever find that you're feeling something beyond that animal that bleeds into another animal or another person or other areas? No, not normally, no. Interesting. I would love you to communicate with our two knuckleheads. They are crazy. We have two pugs that are six years old. And, uh, you know, when our last pug died, we said we'd never get another dog. And then we got two, mm -hmm. like a few weeks later. Um, but there, God, we would not have gotten through the past two and a half years without these two. Their, their names are Edgar Allan Pug and Lord Byron. That's great. Um, Sean, uh, I'm back to you. Um, where were, uh, I think, yeah, after Wayne State, I know you, you did the regional thing and everything and you, so you're, you're, you're teaching as well still or performing as well still? What's, what's your situation? Well, uh, as soon as it became clear that I was going to have to be back in Maine for a bit anyway, I started looking for opportunities to teach theater uh, at the university level. Uh, and I kept getting the answer that I didn't have enough teaching experience at the university level. So then I decided, well, I'll get some teaching experience at the university level <laughs> <laughs> and started teaching public speaking at a community college up here. Uh, and then the University of New England had an opening for a public speaking teacher. And I grabbed that because academics think that actors can do public speaking. And I've been in that job and it's been great as far as. Uh, having a foundation and a solid thing to go to. Um, but I miss theater like hell. And um, as I went back to try to find jobs as a theater teacher saying, look, now I have all kinds of experience in higher education. They said, yeah, but you haven't been in the theater more recently enough. Oh God. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm one person and <laughs> So now I'm teaching full time and thankfully the Portland, Maine theater community has been very welcoming, uh, as welcoming as they can be for a small market and me being equity it makes difficult for difficulties. Uh, but now I'm doing both and I'm hoping to move out of at least the kind of education that I'm in right now. Um, ideally, I'd like to move out of higher education altogether. Uh, it's a tough gig at the moment. Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Did you uh, do, was it Dan O'Brien or you'd like all the Shakespeare plays or something? Oh, yes. Yeah, you know? During the pandemic, um, yeah. Matt Midget. Who was Matt Midget? Okay. And, uh, Kip Mormon. Mm -hmm. uh, and there may have been one or two other Shenanites stopping in. I, uh, but you're right. During the, the, the we got together, was it every Tuesday, yes, something like that? Tuesday nights. And we'd Zoom and we'd bang out a Shakespeare play and we did all of them. And that then, is so amazing and crazy. But yeah. yeah there, do you know there's a website called Player Part if, if you ever want to play this game? Where you yeah, Matt Mitchett was on uh, last week and was talking about it. Yeah, it's, to it's totally fun. Get your drinks on and just read some Shakespeare. Don't worry about it say the words they're pretty they sound great <laughs> but sean has been in quite a few shows even though he's teaching uh, specifically i 
the one I'm, that comes to mind is the rock and roll one that you did. Um, it was written by somebody up here, but it was a pretty heavy show. But it was truly one of the best things I've ever seen him do. I, I was just rock and roll show. You said is that was that his first musical? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only uh, lip syncing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was about a yeah, it was a lighthearted farce about a fella that goes to Woodstock and his girlfriend sleeps with his best friend and he comes back with a heroin addiction. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. it was pretty heavy. And then the consequences of that years later. But it was so good. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, um, so so Lindy would not have directed it in the theater studio yeah. space. Oh my goodness. I heard her voice every moment from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head, Sean. Uh <laughs> which reminds me, another favorite play would have to have been Peter Rabbit when I did <gasps> that. It was so oh, yeah. Yes, that's I was in the costume shop. This is before Sean and I got together and I had his costume and I was rubbing the ass of the little bunny outfit. And what? I was like, yeah, you didn't know this. And I said, this is this, this is the closest I'll ever get to touching Sean Reeves ass. Now look, oh, no. look, I got I did it even better. See, see, I want to show two weeks. So good as Mr. McGregor. So I, I want to say two examples of it gets better. Um, Kat. Mm-hmm. There you go. It got better. Yeah. Uh, you got to feel the real thing. Yes. <laughs> and then also, Sean, you went from playing a carrot to a rabbit. So you, you leveled up. I have evolved, <laughs> you evolved. Indeed. I think the opening of your movie is a split screen, uh, a little boy holding a carrot or maybe dressed as a carrot and a little girl or, you know, teenage girl rubbing the costume of a rabbit's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and and we wouldn't have to even finish the film. We could just do that scene. Yeah. And it could be sort of one of those books where you get to pick your own adventure. Wow. That's a bold statement about the competitive nature of our society. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, from the bottom of my feet. <laughs> oh, top I love my... that lady. <laughs> um, I would also advise, Sean, just one night when you want to kick it up into high gear, put a little cotton tail back there and see what happens. <laughs> You think I haven't? <laughs> Good. Good to know. <laughs> oh, me. Um, so uh, I'm mindful of you guys' time. I'm glad that uh, you guys are having such a great experience up there and you're still using the arts and going through um, as you, you educate others and still perform or still use the arts to help others perform. It's so uh, inspiring to hear. Well, let's face it. Maine was called secondary until Sean and Kat moved in. Oh, yeah. Now it's Maine. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. That was a joke on the word Maine. Um, so so what, <laughs> what, what, uh, in the past, like, pandemic, we've been asking our guests, what are some things that got you through as far as, like, I don't know if you Binge guys... watching things. Yeah. Did you take up French? Reading. Okay. Do you have a sourdough mix? So both Sean and I are kind of antisocial. I'm much more antisocial than I ever was in undergrad. Um, like I, I deal with middle schoolers well, but I'm just not, I don't know. So for me, the pandemic was amazing 
<laughs> I remember I was teaching behavioral, a behavioral program, um, special ed middle school at that time. So to be able to have maybe schedule it so that I had one kid at a time um, online, it was like a dream compared to being all together in a room where they're about to kill each other. Um, and our son has autism and he is totally antisocial also. Well, he's getting more social now, but he was still pretty antisocial then. So this was like the perfect storm for us. We just had a blast. I mean, really had no problems at all with it. We weren't itching to get out really or anything. I know that, were you Sean? Am I talking, am I putting words in your mouth? Well, theater got closed. That's Okay, there you go. There's that. <laughs> so so see, what- That's when you did the Matt Midget thing. Yeah. You just start watching Ozark. Oh, is it good? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is, is there anything, are you guys not uh, like TV streamers or stuff like that? Not really your thing? Um. <laughs> you're referring to me uh i've been watching a little more lately just netflix disney plus that kind of stuff we're not really yeah no not too much i like to read and i'm boring i well i'm gonna know what's the last thing you've read um i've been reading the detective in the dooryard reflections of a main cop and i'm also doing an auricular Therapy, auricular therapy course. Oh, and cool! Yeah. So, I I was reading a book that was called "The Mountain Is You," and when I read it, I realized today, uh, well, every day that you read it, you do realize that the mountain is you, that you think that the mountain is someone or something else, but eventually through the book, you realize that the mountain is really you, and you have to work through yourself. Anyway, I'm also reading this book about Winchester that a high school friend of mine wrote, because remember, I'm from that area. And he wrote a book about like the history of Winchester. So I'm kind of reading that. And that's kind of fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Bangor police one. I don't know. He has like, if you go onto the Bangor police site, uh, Bangor man on Facebook, they have like this taxidermy duck that everybody like comes to try and see. And this dude, he writes really funny things. So he actually wrote a book. Um, like one of my best friends from, um, he lives in Fredericksburg. Um, he came up here with his wife and he was like, we have to go to Bangor and see the duck. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's a thing. So that's his book and I got it for Christmas. So I'm reading it now. And Sean, uh, the same to you, uh, not so much the TV, uh, or or, or are you, or is it books? What is it? Music. Music. What, what are the things that have kind of held some of your interest uh, in the past couple of years here? Uh, I, for television things, I've been right into the Marvel and Star Wars series on the on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Have you seen Bad Batch? Yep. Oh, man, so good. It is very good. Uh, very season's coming up. Star Wars fan, and I'm... I was very pleased with the last season of Clone Wars that they did. I was worried. Yeah. But they did a great job. Obi-Wan Kenobi was wonderful. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I mean, The Mandalorian was great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Moon Knight, as far as go back to Marvel, really good. 
Oh yeah, now they, they <laughs> just recently brought Deadpool and Deadpool Two onto Disney Plus, which is a little surreal. But wow, that's bold. Yeah, and but they're funny movies. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been watching on TV mostly. Um, yeah, the the uh, Deadpool on Disney Plus is just there's certain things on Disney Plus, and I'm like, is, should this be here? Okay, I'm just happy Logan was finally on there recently. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, uh, thank you so much for coming on together. We really loved catching up with y'all and, um, appreciate you finding a way to kind of do it together. This is the first time we've had, um, a couple together at the same time on the podcast. So this has been a Just on first. the podcast though. Just on the podcast. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's a big dad joke from Ryan. Thanks. Um, <laughs> We love you guys, and and uh, don't be a stranger. If you're ever in uh, Northern Virginia again, we'll have to meet up and have a tea party. Yeah, because my whole family lives down there still. Yeah, and I work in Falls Church, so we we basically have King Street covered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we're thinking about going down in December, so. Well, look us up, definitely. Okay. If you make your way to Maine. All right, bring your bunny tail, and we'll, we'll have a date. <laughs> you're going to have to come up here and see it. All right. All right, y'all. Have Thank a good you. evening. Good talking to you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us, Kat and Sean. Um, I can't wait to see you guys when you're in Northern Virginia. That would be excellent. A tea party is in order. Um, we would love that. And... If you would like to know more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an E-R. Uh, you can follow us on social media under Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, under Connor and Smith, again with an E-R. Also now, you can look us up on Patreon and donate monthly to our cause uh, under Connor and Smith, again with an E-R, on Patreon. Um, please subscribe, share. Uh, rate this episode it really helps us out a lot you can also you know share it where you share things post it where you post things you can join the discord discussion description is in the uh the link is in the description or add to the spotify late 90s playlist um all those links are there uh thank you so much for another week of great shows catching up with our friends from su and we will be back at it next week. Um, until then, uh, have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.